Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of Allegedly Credible. All right, guys, this is going to be the last episode of the season. And as you know, Father's Day is coming up this weekend, so we wanted to ask a question that, you know, kind of controversial, I guess. I mean, it shouldn't be, but, you know. I guess it kind of is. 2020 now. <laughs> I mean, 2022. <laughs> and the question is, do dads still matter in children's lives? And actually, I'll... Actually, yeah, yeah. So, as always, we give this disclaimer before the beginning of every episode. This is a show where we give our thoughts and opinions based on what we've actually dealt with in our personal lives, and we give advice, and if you like it, you don't right. have to if you like it, then you keep it. it. If you don't like it, you can get rid of it. Our thoughts and views are always changing, and we're not experts, nor do we claim to be. So, here we go. We have a special guest on right now. We have a special guest. This is a special look about. He's so cute. This is y'all never guess who we have on the show today, guys. <laughs> this is Mel's husband and my BFF, Taryn Douglas. Yay! He did it. <laughs> and, and guys, just so you know, like. He's very shy of being on per- Well, he's yeah. not really shy. No, he just doesn't shy. like taking videos of I himself. I don't like videos. I don't like being on, uh, you know, <laughs> recordings and stuff. My voice is weird, but... Yeah. We love we his work. voice, though. Yeah. We love his we voice. We work with it. You he's know. gonna get, like, super offers, like, can I need you on the radio <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> tonight? Gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> so, let us dive into the topic, okay? So, like I said, do dads still matter in children's lives? First of all, were you guys... Did you guys grow up with your dads in the picture? Of course. Well, yeah. not, not of course. Yeah, I definitely gave up kind of dad in the house. Yeah, I definitely did. Do you guys, do you feel like uh, you guys have a strong relationship with your dads? I feel like I have an incredible relationship with my pops. Um, and from the outside, it probably looked like, oh, you know, they just, they don't really say much. They don't really see each other. But <laughs> it's just one of those things where you see each other. It's all, everything's all good. And it's just a, a nice, like, actually, recently, within the last three months, me and Mel and the kids have set up something with my parents every Sunday, which Danielle even came to a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, every Sunday, we kind of have like a, a little brunch or a midday meal. Get together. Yeah, mm-hmm. after uh, church and everything. It's so. a weekly visit that we just chop it up with the. Parents. It's so nice. It's so cute. Like it's so sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like honored that they let me be a part of it. But what Damn. about you, Mel? I could have a better relationship with my dad. I would definitely will say that I have father issues. No, okay. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I'm not saying that like we're estranged or anything. It's just that we could be closer, and um, I think that we could hear each other better and respect each other better. Right. Yeah. I love my daddy. I <laughs> my dad too. Papa love Brandy. my daddy. <laughs> I am a daddy's girl. I like I swear to goodness, you say anything bad about my daddy, I'm fighting. Like I'm about to cut you and everything. Like I love my dad. He is my best friend. Like he was the first male friend I ever had. And we rock 
and we roll and we still hang out. I talk to my dad every day. He don't listen, <laughs> but I talk to my dad every day. I love my dad. I could not picture my life without him. Great. So that goes on to my next thought. Do you think that dads get a bad rap out here? Like, do you think that they, they don't get as much credit as moms well, do? Well, I want to just jump, jump in there. Some dads ain't shit. Yeah, and I can agree with the that. Ones, they're the ones that are making it bad for the good fathers out here being present with their kids and showing up and doing the work. That's all I got to say. Yeah. All right, what about you as, take... a, as a dad, Taryn? Do you feel like dads get a bad rap? I think... I think they do get a bad rep, but not in a way that, well, it probably is in a way that people consider it. I just never took it in that way. But um, I think men get a bad rep because their presence isn't uh, really uh, acknowledged. You know, even if they are present, even if they want to be present, there's no need to have the presence because they could be substituted. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I feel like as long as you have a male presence, whether it be a grandfather or an uncle or, uh, or or some type of male friend for the, the, the mother, that is, as long as their presence is in that child's life, they feel that they more than made up for the biological father's mm-hmm. uh, lack of presence, you know? Right, so, right. Uh, I think we can eat, we're easily substituted and re- easily replaced. And I, I mean... Under circum- certain circumstances, that can be used, but I don't think that should be the automatic go-to or be conditioned into any people's mind to say, like, that's that's how it should be. Right, right. You know? I'm, I mean, I'm of a strong belief just because, I guess, like I said, I grew up with my dad. I grew up with my father, and I just, I'm single currently right now. And I've had people say to me, like, well, you know, you don't necessarily need to um, have a father in your child's life. You can go get a sperm donor or whatever at X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I'm not going to say I haven't thought about those options. I've thought about adopting. I've thought about a different, lot of different things because I do want a child, mm-hmm. maybe two. We'll see. But um, I personally can't picture raising a child without a father in their life and not having that father be important because of how important my dad was to me. And then I also think about some of the people who I know who have serious daddy issues or their dad wasn't in the picture or something like that. And I'm not saying that the people who raised them didn't do amazing jobs. They did the best that they could, but I'm pretty sure that if those people had the option to have their dad, like a close relationship with their dad. If their dad did not like leave or abandon them or in some type of way that they definitely would have preferred to have their dad there 100%. So that's why for me personally, I don't think I could bring a child into this world without having a father there for them because I know how important my dad was for me. Like he taught me things that my mom couldn't teach me. Um, or like my dad taught me how to change the tire. Um, my dad taught me how to change the oil. Like my dad taught me how to fix certain things in the house. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, there are women out there that know how to do that, but most of most of I only know how to do that because of my dad teaching me how to do I'm that. I'm say the same thing. A lot of the things that I know being on the self-sufficient side, I got a lot from my dad. 
And I would never not give him his credit for that. I still call him today for things that I need help with. And sometimes I even call him just for that validation. Because even though we might not have the best or the strongest relationship, the fact that we have a relationship at all, I'm grateful for. And sometimes I just, you, sometimes you just need your dad. Yeah. And um, it's funny because we were just talking. I was just talking to uh, one of my our female friends the other day, and she was just talking about how much um, she realized that her not having a great relationship with her dad or her dad being around really affected the the men she ended up choosing or going after. And that's why I'm like, to me, it's it's just important to have your dad around. I'm not going to say that, you know, like I said, they're like you said before, some fathers, they just, they don't step up to the plate in everything like that but there are single dads out there that are killing it every day and i don't feel like they don't get as as much credit or like applause as the single mothers or there are dads out there who might not even be with the their um the mother of their children but they make it a point to be there and make sure they are supplying and taking care of their kids Mm -hmm. so that's the only thing that i think about like when it comes to um a father being there i just think it's important i i think i don't know taryn what are your thoughts on this my 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 thoughts is i feel like usually it comes to a a a point of contention when people feel like one does more than the other one does less or one but we have to just acknowledge our place and in the situation and and as a whole what we contribute to make a whole and i feel like that's what that's what bothers me because as soon as you start bringing up Father's Day, there's like, you know, there's there was a point in time where single mothers were like, you might as well call it that Father's Day. Mm-hmm. They might have a point there because they might have had a, a terrible relationship who that with their partner who they had a kid with. And then they did all the, the legwork with the child. And then you're going to honor the, chi- um, the child's biological father. Wouldn't That doesn't make sense to them, you know, so. But that it's not to degrade your contribution. It's just to shed light, you know, on another. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel, well, no, I'm not going to share my feelings. You can't share feelings. You can only share thoughts. So I'm going to share my thoughts on it. My thoughts are that we should only acknowledge our, our presence and our part. And that's probably where I'm going to take my conversation or at least my piece of the conversation too because i don't want to degrade or you know put anybody down but i just want to show that a man's present aside from societal you know tasks and and titles and, and whatever they put on the man's presence just the nature the natural order of things and when you put it into perspective like oh man this is this is why a man is is in in the picture mm-hmm. I mean, not to go against any other, mm-hmm. you know, partnerships that may come apart, but, you know, this is just how it, how it's built biologically. Right. Right. I understand mm-hmm. that. So here we go. Uh, so you said at one point you wanted to be, uh, if you had the opportunity, you wanted to be a stay at home dad. Why is that? Why do you think you <laughs> want I mean, to be a stay at home dad? <laughs> it's not realistic, right? It's not realistic. But if I had a choice and I had time to just spend with, you know, taking care of what I need around the house and then raising the kids, like, 
it would be better for my mental. If I got paid to, to take care of my kids, <laughs> not saying I need to get paid to take care of my kids, but that would be nice to be like, all right, I'll take care of kids and then I can still pay for the mortgage, still all that stuff. You know, that would be a nice, a nice deal because I'm, I'm doing what I love. But now nah, if you if I, I'm working nine to five and then I come home and then I'm like, oh, daddy, this, daddy, that, I'm tired. I ain't going to have that 100 percent like interaction rate with my, my kids. Well, not the ideal one anyway. So it's that I'd rather be I feel like I would have the best dad brain if I can interact with my children 100 percent successfully if I just was around them in the way in the capacity that I would like to be around them. So for people that are like, man, he wants to be a stay-at-home dad. Like, that's kind of like stupid. Like, that's right. not what men are supposed to do. What would you say to that? I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I hear their opinions. You know, you're they're more than welcome to feel the way you feel because there's probably a lot of societal pressure put on you to to make you come to that conclusion. But you know, at the end of the day, if you really like, I know my oldest brother, um, Leroy. Shouts out to him. He got five kids. He would he would do the same. I mean, I'm not saying that uh, he wouldn't work to provide for his his family because that's what he does. Right. But he is overly involved with his his children mm-hmm. to the point where he probably annoys them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And I I I like that about him. Right. You know. Right. And I I think that you could men. I see men find the joy in being uh around their children and, and interacting with their children is like a beautiful thing mm-hmm. right. no matter how annoying because we 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 i'm just gonna go i'm gonna stay on topic but i'm gonna go off topic okay people complain about their children right right that's <laughs> right. not a no. bad thing though that's human relationship <laughs> right. I, you got people that complain about their wife their girlfriends their best friends you got women that that's g- true. G- complain about their husbands their best friends <laughs> That don't mean they don't love them less. You right, know what I mean? Right, so right, right. that's so that's my thing. Right. right. That cause that's a natural oh, he's like, oh, you've been around your kids. You, <laughs> you can say all the wonderful rain <laughs> rainbows. Right. <laughs> you can say all the beautiful things about your children, but at the end of the day, you know when they pooped on themselves and you know that annoyed you. Like you too old and you too smelly to be pooping on yourself. Uh, like that's, that's some real stuff, thing. right? You know, he's like, man, you gotta, you want to eat again? He just ate three hours ago, like stuff like that. That annoys you, but you mean, you know, that doesn't mean that you don't want to be there. You're right. And when you were talking about like how Leroy is like overly present, like we have a lot of people in our friend circle. Like shout out to. Your boy Lara. Yeah. Yo, that man loves his kids and his family. I ain't never seen that. <laughs> Zoe. Zoe. <laughs> right, right. And I feel like I love, like, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know what it is, but I love, I love seeing dads with their kids. I love it when they're in the park running around doing stuff like that, playing imagination with them, all that stuff. I love seeing dad with their kids. And I definitely, definitely, definitely love seeing like when, um, dads with their little girls i don't know if it's just me if that's just a soft spark but when i see taryn with his soul with his daughters i be like piled up on it oh like that is so cute and like even when i see my brother with his kids like they love him and and when i see i just i don't know i just love seeing dads with their daughters and i like in their sons and just just doing stuff with them and and like I don't know how to put it to me. I feel like it's just 
it just feels so good. Like, I don't know. It it's just so, feels so... It's so wholesome, especially in our community, being melanated people. You don't really, like, everybody's trying to make the joke, like, oh, did your dad go out to get the milk again? He's going <laughs> to come back? Like, yeah, and I... And and I and I feel like some people are like, well, why are you giving dads credit for like the stuff they're minimum. supposed right, to be right, doing? Right. The bare minimum. Well, everybody same. could say that about moms too. Like, right. there are moms out there that like, okay, I fed my child today. I did X, Y, and Z. <laughs> you know, that's enough. You know, and that's technically the bare minimum. Some people are like, well, you're supposed to do this with your child. You're supposed to do that, and that goes both ways. So it's just like. I feel like when we see a father actually out there mm-hmm. taking the time out to take care of his kids, taking the time out to make sure his kids have everything, you should you should definitely want that for your child. And I don't care if your child if you're with that partner or not, like if the child if the person's making an effort to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I also feel like I see some women who like I guess in my head they try to punish the father for mm-hmm. I guess seeing somebody else or whatever and that affects the relationship that they have with their kids and I don't feel like that's necessarily like, you know they yeah I don't think that's necessarily fair but like I said like I don't want to make it sound like you know I'm I'm saying that that's the case for all single mothers and all single parents because that's not necessarily the case but I feel like if you're a dad and you have a child definitely step up to the plate because I feel like that joke is going to be so rewarding at the end. Like, especially when you're like establishing that relationship with your child, like there's just some things that you can't, I couldn't talk about things with my mother that I could talk about with my dad. Like, or there are some things I went, <laughs> I went on the most adventures with my dad. Okay. Like my dad was so silly and he was so, most of the music stuff that I learned, I learned from my dad. Um, like I used to read to my dad every night. He, he my dad came home late too. We would come home late and like my love for reading came from my dad. Like he just made it a point, no matter how late it was, how tired he was, he just took the time out to spend time with us. And then sometimes when we got on my mom's last nerve, my mom's last nerve, that was when dad came in and he stepped in and he's like, okay, let's give your mom a break. And that I felt like seeing them as a team, I'm not going to say they were perfect, but seeing them as a team and seeing them, how, how they uh, navigated things. I think that made my life easier. I couldn't imagine my mom being a single mom, especially dealing with us or dealing with me or anything like that. I feel like my dad definitely was able to calm my mom down a lot. My dad was definitely able to see our side of things and also explain stuff to us that we weren't understanding about our mom. Yeah. So I think, I don't know, I just, I, I feel like dads are just very important. <laughs> dads, dads are very essential because, yes, like, they can explain things better that, because if being a mom, we're already in our heads, like, moving to 120 miles per hour. And then for me to have to sit there and explain to you why I need you to go upstairs and change <laughs> and, and, and wash your funky butt... <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not gonna be patient with you. So having the dad there is great to go and explain things to kids. Um, and it's nice to have a little extra muscle. <laughs> my voice can get enough bass. Right. <laughs> and in in the, the like the societal way, I just was thinking about it. It's just nice to have someone pick up 
not only pick up the sack or but um the slack but offer another side mm-hmm. you know if you have the more serious parent you have another parent that offers the sillier side because usually when it comes to pairing the opposites attract anyway mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if you if you raise in like a, a like a household where the mom's always serious you're gonna need that that the goofy dad to kind of dilute and keep the kid a kid mm-hmm. and if you know vice versa so mm-hmm. i i I think that's just important as a parent dynamic, whether you're a man or not. But I think what the the man offers is a little bit of, you know, now I was talking about the biological nature thing, you know, if a if a lion roars or a, or a, a dog barks, that that pup or that cub is going going to shape up real mm-hmm, quick mm-hmm. versus, you know, the mom just always kind of growls, like, what you doing? And pump, like poking you, poking you. And he's like, oh, all right, I get it. I know what I'm doing wrong, but I'm just going <laughs> to, let me just do this anyway. And he's like, hey. And then they're like, oh, all right, all right, all right, I get it. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now the scariest moment. My mom, so I'm not going to say that we weren't like scared of my mom. I think there are some things we didn't ask my mom for a certain phase, but we knew we messed up. It's like, you knew you messed up when dad came in and started yelling because that's like, oh man, we got to actually correct ourselves. Because I think at some point, she's just like, oh, that's just mom being mom. Like, she's mom just always doing something. something. <laughs> and then when dad came in and he started yelling, you'd be like, Oh, oh wow, oh, we snap. we gotta straighten up. I'm so sorry, sir. So like you know that thing was like wait till your father uh, gets home. Mom. Wait till your father gets home. Like you know that kind of thing. Like I remember what your mom used to tell us. Like what happened to it? with her with your yeah. grandfather. Yeah. Pop, like if they mm. that was um how many kids did they did five five kids and it didn't matter who did it but sure. all Big Mom had to say was wait till your father get home he come home no matter what nobody said everybody getting beat <laughs> on site I don't know what you did but your mom said <laughs> <laughs> before y'all start trying to cancel on my papa <laughs> You you know you, you you spare the rod, you spoil the child. So just uh, remember that. I <laughs> <laughs> also like you know we were raised Facts. in different times. I think like yeah. now we know I, we were raised in different times, so there are like new like effective ways that people didn't know how to do it before. But I think yeah. that everybody does everything the best they can at that moment. So that's yeah. all I gotta say about that. It's it's all learning. Like you move on from that. But um, I also wanted to say like, what about the what are the dads that step in like for some of the people who are single mothers and stuff you had kids already but then there's a dad that stepped in and ended up raising your kid and they did everything that they were supposed to do that that kid didn't miss anything because that man stepped in and like raised them as if they're your own provider for them as if your own like i have to give huge shout outs um to my grandfather um, my, my dad's side, I don't, I don't, I, he's my grandfather. As far as I'm concerned, I never even knew I'm telling you, like, it wasn't until I was way older that I found out that that was like my dad's stepfather. I had no clue. I thought that was his actual dad because he came over every Saturday and made us breakfast. And I had a great relationship with him. And I had no clue. And I remember someday I was talking to my dad about it. And he told me, yeah, that 
he when he explained to me it was stepfather and everything. And like I said, I was in shock because I I wouldn't have known. But the thing that really, really got me was my dad said to me, he was the model for how I knew I wanted to be with you guys. He was the model for who I knew, like I wanted to raise you guys. Like I knew because he was there for me, I knew what it meant to be a father. So I think that people who actually step up to raise kids that aren't their own as well, men that do that, that that's that's a big thing because I've heard so many people, like, especially guys, mainly guys, like, I'm not raising somebody else's kid. I've heard that. And I think that that takes a lot for a guy to step in. Yeah, it does take a lot because that's, that's not even your genes, but you're providing for them as if they are, it's like, taking about, thinking about it in a biological sense, so biologically, the we're supposed to, or the man is supposed to spread their their genes through lifetimes. And if you're promoting somebody else's genes, like, isn't that interesting? That would take more out of yourself. Like, you know what? Even though you're not mine, I want to wish you, and I'm, I'm going to wish you the best, and I'm going to help you along your journey so you can go and do the next thing for your next generation, your next generation, you know? Right. I mean, it, it's definitely noble efforts and, you know, they deserve just as much on Father's Day as any other other man, especially if they stepped up the plate and, and, and picked um, to do so. And this is a father's episode, so therefore they should get their flowers. Um, I mean, tactically for a, a man, as for a man in a relationship, I don't think it's ideal, but for a, a man's presence in a child's life, that is completely ideal that's just like you know the 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 father that stepped to the plate like the grandfather stepping in or the 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 uncle that steps in or the, the you know any type of male presence that decides to step in and help raise the child because that's being part of the community mm-hmm. and raising the child so i applaud them for that but just on a personal level in a relationship man woman that's that's just like that's a different but it's a different that would be a different topic so i, I don't i don't i don't bring anything but yeah, I yeah, I noble, get, yeah, yeah, I get noble that. Thing. I get noble that. effort on yeah, the father's side. I get that. Side. that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna see if I have. Um, so, oh, this is a good question. What's your favorite thing about being a dad? What's your favorite thing? I, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is just seeing them grow. It, and and I'm telling you, I'm a, a very uh, analytical person when it comes down to it like i whether i agree with something whether i uh i look at everything from a neutral standpoint now emotionally i'm not very neutral you can tell (laughs) when i'm angry you can tell when i'm happy i wear my emotions on my sleeve but i i like observe i like observing people's growth from the outside and i ask a lot of questions even if you're like man that's a three-year-old child how you gonna ask her that question how you gonna phrase the question that way or, or come and, and state all this stuff as if she understands. And more times than not, she does understand. Yeah, she does. And it's, <laughs> it's kind of wild, but I, I think you should give uh, children a lot more credit than they deserve. Because mm-hmm. at this point in their life, they're actually a lot smarter than we 
they this is their time to pick up stuff. Mm-hmm. So talking to mm-hmm. them that way, I'm not saying curse them out and stuff, and I am guilty of stuff like that, but don't <laughs> curse them out and stuff. But like to have regular conversation and have them have a back and forth, they're going to be sponges and picking it up. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how I'd answer that question. Mm-hmm. This is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that the fun, the fun part of it is just watching the complete growth. Watching my three-year-old daughter go from non-talking babbler and and eating everything to coherent talking. Oh, Kaiser loves me. <laughs> Uh, every other morning, I'm like, what, what? Why do you care if this little little dude loves you? Like, I don't give. I don't care. Like, what? That's I, I had years. I thought I had years down the road to be thinking about that. I'm like, why are you worried about Kaiser? Like, nothing against him, but I'm like, why? Like, this is my thoughts on my daughter. Like, at three years old. Like in some kid that's three years old. Like I'm like, what? But you know, it happens, so but that that's just part of the growth. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't try to erase that part. Uh-huh. I kinda like that because now it gets my brain working. Like, what what in what incentive does she has to like this have to like this kid? Like, and is that gonna happen in a row? Is, yeah. Or is she gonna have to be older to start thinking like, oh, boys are cute or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Right, you know? right. It's, it, I think it's for you. It's just you know seeing how women like unfold into what they are when they're adults. Like this, I don't. I mean, granted, you had a sister, but now you're in control, or you have some part in the developmental stages. It's like you're literally growing this little lady. Yeah. I mean, even even in boys, because you know that uh, Danielle spoke about her brother's kid, uh, Gabe. I was like watching kids. I was the kid saying, "I'm a I'm a, a Ninja Turtle. I'm a Thundercat. I'm a Power Ranger." <laughs> now here and saying, "Oh, I'm Black Panther. I'm I'm Spider Man Miles Morales or Spider Man Gabriel." I'm like, that's funny because like I'm like, did I lose that piece of me to be like, oh, oh like just becoming that other that other person. Yeah. The other uh you know persona to do stuff right i right. thought that's that's still cool so just the development in general you know that that's just cool with me i just like watching it whether i like i said whether i get annoyed or whatever take that as you will that's probably my attitude for that day or that hour but mm-hmm. i still love seeing it and mm-hmm. i'm at this place i know everybody tells me Oh, when they get to the point where they can talk, you're going to wish they didn't talk or this is the best stage of the life. You don't love it. I said, I love it, but I want it to keep moving. I don't like, I like listening to songs on repeat, but there's a certain point where I was like, okay, next song, I'm good. I'm good. I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll look at videos if I want to miss it. Memories oh, are locked in the vault. I'm really good with documenting these stages. This is a question for you. This is a good question. Because would you ever, like, you know, dress up with your daughter? Like, let's say there was, like, <laughs> let's say she wanted to have a tea party. And she was oh. like, hey, let's wear hats and she, let's do this. And Daddy, let me put bracelets on you and stuff. Would that be a problem for you? See, if you, if you talk to me now, I'm like, nah, I ain't going to do that. But then in my when I'm in the moment, they got pictures. We were at my my boy Lara's uh, house for his um, daughter's <laughs> third birthday, and he had like uh, Princess Tiara and like the scepter and all that stuff. And I went around running around with that <laughs> with, with the damn Tiara on my head. So 
I ain't gonna sit here and, and lie and say I wouldn't do it. I just I just can't think about it. <laughs> right. like, oh, you're putting my masculinity in yeah, Like at the point in time, sometimes I'd be just doing the goofiest stuff just for a laugh. Just to lighten <laughs> the mood. Yeah, I love I love making a story. So but if you ask my <laughs> you ask my conscious brain, oh I ain't gonna do that. What are they gonna think? Like, I don't know. <laughs> But now nah, in the moment, I'm I'm just a I'm a different person, so I'm like, oh, in the moment, oh like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Fuck <laughs> uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's cool. My dad, my dad did. I want to say my dad did tea parties and stuff with me. I don't think that made him any less masculine or anything no. like that. It's he, actually more masculine. Yeah, he. You know, you're comfortable with yourself. Yeah, he used to play with my dolls and used to do voices on them and stuff like that too. You know, whatever. My dad never had a problem playing with me. I don't think there was ever a time where he was just like. No, that ah, like men, men don't do that, you know. Whatever. I I don't think there was ever a time he did that. So, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, your dad did tell you, like, you know what? Well, I can only assume because my dad told me like what men do and what men don't. But he still <laughs> told he still played with me, and he still I guess made it evident of like masculine and feminine like difference well yeah i mean i mean yeah i guess that i mean there were things that were like okay well certain things about like being more ladylike and certain things that i mean there were times i'll put it this way um i think he definitely let my mom handle the lady stuff if that makes any sense any any, anything that had to do with like you know female stuff like even now to this day like if you were to ask my dad to go get pads for somebody he'd be like oh you need me to go get some popsicles because you know he ain't told it that or if we're talking if me and my mom are talking about some female problems he'd be like i told he he'd be like he tunes completely out or he leaves the room um i mean i guess that's just he always left that to my mom and then like he dealt with stuff with my with my brothers i think more than he had conversations with my brothers that he might not have had with me um but at the same time i want to say they also treated us equal it's like weird like they treated us very equal at the same time it wasn't like my parents let us know what happens with each body like I did get talked about like how men's body works and my brothers got talked about how females body works. So we weren't like completely clueless about stuff, but at the same time it was like, and I don't feel like my parents had a double standard either. It was just like a a standard of what, what they expected of us. Now my dad never said like, Oh, you can't date until you're 30 or something like that. He wasn't like that. But at the same time, I think he was a little bit more protective of me when it came to dating versus my brothers. And I don't think it's, for me personally, I don't think it was the double standard fact of that. I think it was just like, I'm his baby girl, you know, I'm the baby, I'm his baby. So I, I think that's what it was more than anything else. My mom was very more, when it came to like who my brothers dated, my mom was more like, that those are my boys, you know? So I think that's, it it can't, we both, we got it just from different parents, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, I I was going to say, well, one, because really the opposite sex doesn't really have a horse in the race. So you can only tell textbook knowledge versus 
uh, applied knowledge. You right, know what right, I mean? right, right, Like, right, you know, right. I mean, my, I don't know nothing about periods, but I read in a textbook what the technical terms are. Right, right, and right. I'll get you pads, but as Mel know, I'll get you overnight or <laughs> mature no, or no, whatever pads. I'll give you, you ask for pads, you better be specific because he will give you poise pads yeah, for bladder leaks instead of menstrual leaks. I'm like, what are you trying to say, bro? I'm trying to get you pads, and it was a better price than what I seen the other one. I didn't think it made a difference, to be honest with you. And that's the thing. And I'm going to say this. This is the other thing I want to say to you right now. This is another reason why, like, I, I definitely see a male in my life because, A, if I have a, if I have a son, I don't know everything that happens with a male body. I've never been a male. So how am I going to tell somebody, like, da-da-da-da, I can, like I said, I can read the textbook thing, but I don't right. know how to feel that. That's like... I'm going to talk, if I'm going to get pregnant or I'm going to about to be pregnant, I'm going to talk to somebody who I know has been pregnant, has dealt with the situation, you know, whatever. So it's just like, as a female, not that I can't teach my son about like his body like that, but I don't know. I'm never going to know what it's going to feel like to be a male. Mm -hmm. Um, And vice versa, I feel like. So that's why I'm just like, there are some things that as a woman, I don't feel like I can teach (laughs) my son. Um, And like I said, you can have male influences or whatever, but I just feel like there's just a certain thing of having an actual male or father figure, like actual dad in the house, raising the kids, helping you raise the kids, which goes me to my next question for you, Mel. How does Taryn being with you make a difference in you like raising a kid like how do you feel like he helps you out i'll tell you what if he wasn't here we weren't gonna have any kids <laughs> i told the old scientifically way. that's fair i'm saying i'm saying the only way that i was going to accept having kids i was like you have to be here 100 because i'm not doing this by myself not saying that i can't i'm just saying i don't want to and because of that, it has been, like, I can't stress enough. Like, it's just essentially, I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine if something were to happen to Taryn and he's not there anymore. Like, I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't even want to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, for me personally, me personally, I feel like Taryn is the one who brings structure to your home. Because I feel like if Taryn was not <laughs> there, there, y'all be all over the place. <laughs> I'm not even trying we, to be no, funny. We literally, we literally would be all over the place. Like, I probably wouldn't either. It'd be one of two ways. Either we would literally everywhere at the same time, or we just wouldn't go anywhere. Like, I just, because I would be so drained and just like, somebody thinks <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like definitely... Uh, he brings this structure. I also feel like I'm not saying that both of you don't discipline, but he's definitely more yeah, of the disciplinarian. Like, which is funny because when we, well, at, when I was pregnant with the first one, everybody's like, "I see Mel being the disciplinarian." Because Terry's like, "I can't hit my kids. I can't." I, especially I can't my girls. Girl. I can't okay. yell at my girls. <laughs> oh yeah. Fast forward. That's why I see. That's why the present Terry can't speak for the future Terry. <laughs> That's why I make that evident, because I'll say something. But you something. know what, though? It's kind of like that with Ro, 
broke because like as soon as soon as Ro does something that needs to be you know requires some type of disciplinary action, he just starts dying laughing. I said Ro's gonna break you one of these days. Like she remind me of myself. She be just trying people. Like when she tried Danielle, she did just a quick story. I don't want to mess up enough, but she. She does this thing where she rakes her her fingernails across people's faces, razor sharp, and people all types of people tell her to stop or whatever. They but they're just like, oh my god, and then they look to us to discipline her. Well, you know, I'm a I'm I laugh, so it doesn't even say I don't say it seriously enough. And Mel gets upset, but it's it's just doesn't last. I, it's too frequent, right? So, so she just like whatever. Well, Danielle wasn't gonna have it, so she got raked across her face. But it's the fact that every time. Danielle disciplined her initially with a soft voice or a firm voice and then to a yelling thing. She just kept doing it. But when it got to the uh, point that Danielle raised her voice and it's like, we don't do that. She was just like, uh oh, what's this feeling? And she just started crying. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. And that to me, that reminds me of myself because I'm going to keep trying you until you really punch me in my nose and make it bleed. But you know what's funny though? The funny part, the funniest part about that was when he did that. She was like, uh, well, when she did that, um, I was like, oh, wait, she, she asked, did she smile? I said, no, she didn't. She actually did pout, and then she went back, and she did it again. <laughs> and then when I did it again, it was like she tested it like, to see, like, well, usually somebody laughs at this, or usually they let me keep doing it. And when I was like, no, 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 we ain't doing this. Right. She stopped, because then she went to do it to you, and when she went to do it to you, she, she like, thought about it, and then she she went, went back to her, her, her calming <laughs> anyway, mechanism. You know what, though? This is such a good episode, but we're going to have to end this because we we could talk forever. Go ahead. Ask the question. For people that, for people that say that they want to be a single parent on purpose, what do you have to say to them? To the people that want to be a single parent on purpose, I'm not going to, I'm going to be echoing some things that Kevin Samuels or Jordan Peterson have said, but that's, it's more selfish for selfish reasons. Right? Right, right, it's not for the the kids' best interest because there's too many statistical studies that showed that two parent homes produce a more stable child. Mm-hmm. We're not speaking about outliers and you know a family friend or a cousin, you know, or a friend of a friend that has a successful thing when they didn't have a parent, a uh, two parent um, household, or the ones who just were dropouts and deadbeats when they had a two parent. But we're talking about statistically who followed the correlation line um, on the stat chart nicely. That's what the better outcome is. So I would say that when you're doing that, you're doing it for selfish reasons. And hopefully you just have a game plan that's on point and you're going to write the script for your child and they're not going to hate you for doing so. So, Yep. Yep. I agree with that. I I strongly believe like I just couldn't do it. I mean, if if that floats your boat, whatever, that's for you. But that's not for me. I can't do it. I, I I have to have a partner in my life. I have to have, uh, I, I I want them to have their dad. I want them to have their dad there. Like, yeah. even if at some point, for whatever reason, I'm not at putting this on myself or anything, but let's say I got married and everything and it just didn't work out and we end up going our separate ways. We're going to figure out a way to make it work. Right. We're going to figure it out because that is so important. I think it's so detrimental. And I, I couldn't, if my dad wasn't here, I couldn't do it. I, I wouldn't 
be the person I am without both my parents being in the household. And I'm definitely going to say that. Yeah. Um, on that note, yeah. I'm going I'm to end the episode. Um, let's do our, our three takeaways. Um, first thing first, I'm going to say dads are awesome. I, I mean, if, dad, if dads are really, when your dad's really in your life, like my dad was, it is an awesome experience. Like I, I, my dad is my best friend. He really is. He really is. And also shout out to all the dads out there who do step up to the plate, who raise kids that aren't their own step out to the shout out to them and shout out to all the single dads out there too, who raise their kids because that's not usually typically the norm. <laughs> I don't know if these are really takeaways, but these are main shout outs. Yes. I'm going to say, I'm, these aren't takeaways. These are shout outs. Yes. Shout outs. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> I just want to wish you a happy father's day. And even though I didn't grow up in the way that you thought that you wanted me to be, I'm just glad that you were there. And I'm glad that you taught me everything that you did to make me the person I am. And I love you. And I can't stress that enough. You're awesome, Dad. And I'm glad that you stuck around through all this. And shout out to Taryn, who's an awesome dad, in my opinion. And my yeah, brother. Shout, shout out to my brother. Shout out to <laughs> Gary. And Gary, to Papa, Papa Brandon, Brandon. too. <laughs> Who's also like the the, the, the squad's dad? <laughs> Shout out to Terrence's dad. Shout yeah. out, to- <laughs> Papa Stain, Papa, Papa Stain. Doug. <laughs> and Sharon, what do you have? Do you have any like takeaways from this episode that you want to give people? Uh, my takeaway is just I want to keep seeing uh, the two family home thrive and prosper and keep increasing, especially over these detrimental times, and not go back to traditions because I know that preached a lot. I don't think we should ever go back to anything, but we should always think about what works and adapt to the situation. And obviously for the last 40, 50 years, since I don't know when they start implementing the single mother household, um, that's been the trend and we should just discontinue it now. Yeah. Because I don't think it works. Bring dads back. Bring dads Dad lives matter. Yes. <laughs> All right. And as always, we're going to ask the question. Oh, this is, like I said, this is the last episode of the season, so you can catch up on every episode at www.allegedlycredible.com. Our question is for you guys, how important... Well, actually, I'm just going to leave it as, do dads still matter? Do dads yeah. still matter? Like, let us know. What are your What are your thoughts? Put them in the comments. Put them in. We know everybody has their own opinions, and we're ready for the heat. I am anyway. So <laughs> um, put them in the comments. Let us know. And like I said, you can always follow us at www.allegedlycredible.com. And at Allegedly Credible, you can follow me personally at Instagram. On Instagram at Creative Lady Faye. And also for my fitness journey, you can follow me at LadyFay212. You can follow me on Instagram under Mellow underscore Supremo. And you can find all my family pictures. You can find more of Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> He'll find those pictures eventually. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe on all popular so, um, po- uh, podcast streaming um, platforms. platforms. <laughs> yes, we're on YouTube, on Spotify, everything. You can find us on Facebook. Just look us Instagram. up. Just, Just look us up. You'll find us. You'll find, You'll find us. us. And we guys, we will see you guys in the fall. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. Have a wonderful summer.